Welcome back to True Alchemy Academy. This podcast started off as something that was a podcast for all things ancient wisdom. And if you go back into the episodes, you see that I had multiple guests on with different tools on how to help you become the best version of yourself. Now, I had this vision of a podcast when I accidentally took too many mushroom caps and I was at a women's festival doing breath work and the combination of breath work plus the mushrooms sent me into somewhere totally different and it helped me break an invisible barrier and I was laying on the ground and a white bird flew over me and as the bird flew over me an entire vision came to me and this vision came to me as Hathor's temple and I had gone to Egypt the year no excuse me two years before I had this vision and inside Hathor's temple they did a lot of studying they studied astrology they prayed they did ceremonies they did a lot of very very cool stuff um, under the eyes of Hathor and when I had gone to Egypt three years ago and I walked to Hathor's temple as as soon as I stood in the grounds of the temple, I could feel my old self living in Egypt as I was walking into the temple in this life. So basically, I lived twice at the same time. I lived my old life and my new life in Hathor. And as I walked to the temple, I could feel that I was leading people into the temple to perform a ceremony. Now, After the breath work, I had that vision with the white bird. So I knew that I had to build a school, some kind of educational thing, some something. I knew I had to do something. And then it took me a very, not a very long time. I don't want to be so dramatic. It took me maybe a month to come up with the idea of a podcast. And then it took me a week after that and the name came to me. So thus, True Alchemy Academy was born. Now, I took a break for a long time because I had something else come up that was more pressing. I came to Greece in January 2023 for the first time and I literally fell in love. Like I fell in love with Greece. I fell in love with myself. I fell in love with a man. Like I I fell in love with the food. I fell in love with the people, everything. I just fell in love. Or I don't even want to say fell, but I vibrated into a higher place of love and I knew I had to come. So I put most things to the side and I I had to focus more so on my business and sustaining it so I could move across the world. And I also wanted to print and finish my second book, Journey Within, before I moved here. So I finished Journey Within, published it, got it into stores did some book signings, sold the copies, started on the third book in the series of Warrior of Earth, and then I moved to Greece. And when I got here, I have... So many things have happened to me, and they have been so magical and very, very important. And the reason that I had taken such a long time to return to the podcast is because for the first time in my life, I actually got to enjoy myself. (laughs) And this sounds like something we 
you're like oh, how could you finally enjoy yourself but honestly like I never realized how much I did not enjoy myself in my life until I moved here and so the whole summer I just spent loving myself and enjoying myself and being in my own company and relaxing for the first time oh my god it felt so good to just wake up and go to the beach and go swimming and then eat souvlaki like get a freddo cappuccino in the morning like it just everything was so blissful and perfect for me that i really just wanted to focus only on what i had to do which was write and run my business so the podcast took a back seat now in the middle of this time frame i had come to the conclusion uh, through relaxing that i had been overly masculine in my life and what i mean is I know you're going to be able to relate to this, but it's hard to try and put it into words. So I I thought I had to hustle, hustle all day, all night, wake up at 5 a.m., go to bed late, not lately, but like, you know, 10 p.m., wake up, do it all over again. I thought I had to work out every day and have the perfect diet and drink a bunch of water and put my life on a schedule. Like Like time could be something that I would organize myself. I thought I had to fill every single time slot of my day. 15 minute increments, next task. 15 minute increments, next task. And I did that for a long time and it did get me to where I am and how successful I've been in my life only at 26. And that to me is amazing. However, I don't know if it's worth what I lost in the pursuit of my dreams. And so... I reflected on that and I said, okay, how can I get that part of me that maybe I I lost as a child or I never even had access to because I didn't feel safe in my own home for quite a while, actually basically for my entire life. And I realized that was something that I I valued more than money, that I valued more than hustling, that I valued more than dreams and goals was to to be myself, to fully be myself, to come back to who I was, to come back to that feminine essence that I knew I had within me. And so I worked really hard on multiple levels. I knew I knew I wanted to become more feminine. I knew there was something going on that pushed me. And honestly, the trigger of this was meeting that man um, in January 2023 because I realized that's that's a man. That's the divine masculine counterpart to who I am. And he inspired me so deeply to go on this journey within myself really so I could become who I who I wanted to be at the essence and the core of who I am below everything you know below my name below my job title below my hobbies below my family below my looks like deep deep in my core all the way to my heart and whatever holds my soul within it that's who that's that's what I wanted to become. That's what had been triggered. As soon as I met this man, I knew exactly who he was. I knew that I had been waiting my whole life to meet him. And I knew in that moment, okay, this is this is what I have to work on. So all summer, I enjoyed myself, but I also worked extremely hard to to even be able to grasp the idea that I had someone out there that I had been waiting to meet. Um and to to work towards being able to accept this person in my life because of course when you're hyper masculine you're like oh i don't give a fuck about anybody else i can do this by myself you know i'm independent i 
blah, blah, blah. And it's something we hold on to, but honestly, it's just pride. And the thing that is so beautiful is allowing yourself to be helped because why shouldn't you be helped? You know, it makes no sense to me that I had not been able to receive anything. But at the same time, I understand why. Because whenever I would receive something as a child, it was a tool used against me to manipulate me or it was taken away because, you know, my dad had to get drug money or it was given to me, but it was given to me with a price. Or, you know, I had to beg for my needs and desires. I had to beg on my knees, basically, for my needs to be met, which... At the end of the day, I just said, fuck you guys then. If you're not going to give me what I need, then I'll never fucking ask again. And I didn't. So I had to really learn. I guess I had to unlearn, but also I had to learn how to receive. And that is a bitch. I don't know if you guys have tried that. But you actually realize how little you've been allowing yourself to have. Even if you believe that being independent and getting everything yourself is, is actually giving you what you want. It's not. It's... It's keeping you from everything that you truly desire because you've built that wall of protection. And that was something that I had to literally take away brick by brick. And I'm not done, of course. I think it's going to take me, you know, conscious amounts of time to really do it fully. But at least I'm on the right path now. And this is why I took a time off on the podcast because I really had to understand like who I was. Because how could I teach you anything if I don't even know who I am? right and i finally hit a point where everything switched at the literally i felt it i felt the shift i felt like a a ceiling break open like it had i'd finally gotten there and when this happened i cried for two whole days <laughs> i just cried i couldn't do anything else besides move my body do breath work cry journal all i did was sit and cry and release and open the gates for myself So now I'm back and I'm back with a different objective and a different goal and a different understanding of not only myself, but of what is needed in the world for the feminine, because it, it's so important that the feminine regains her femininity, her power, her essence, regains control of the womb, regains her innermost beauty and love of self and And allows herself to receive and become a beautiful little butterfly or a beautiful little flower that blossoms. And it's it's a very important work because what happens if the feminine becomes overly masculine? We don't have any room in our lives for the masculine to come in. And therefore, we have to do everything ourselves. And I don't know about you, but I would rather shoot myself in the thigh then continue to live life doing everything by myself. I fucking hated it. I literally hated the idea that I would have to work extremely hard for the rest of my life alone. For what? So it's important that we regain that feminine essence. You know, it's not that we, and I had to get over this too. It's not that we become weak because it's actually embarrassing how wrong the feminine has been taught it's been taught as something weak and something frail that sits and lets the man decide everything that's not the feminine at all that's not feminine at all that's not the true essence of femininity you're not just some passenger princess you're not just some woman cooped up in a castle that's not femininity femininity is so fucking powerful the womb is one of the 
most knowledgeable organs we have. When you tap into that essence of that wisdom that literally brings life into the world, the only fucking organ that connects the spirit and the physical realm, you become something completely different. And it's very, very, very important work for this time period. And so I, as soon as I hit that glass ceiling and I shattered it, I realized, oh my God, this is the work. This is it. This is, this is what I want to do. I want to sit in the feminine. I want to sit in the womb. I want to bring sisterhood. I want to share this with other women who have been like me or struggled like me or haven't been able to feel themselves like I haven't for a very, very, very long time. And the idea that I, that my life could have been an alternative way is, is terrifying to me. I never, I never would have wanted to live the way I was living continuously. So I'm very happy that I have been brought to this point. And it's very important that we, as as a feminine, as a woman, connect with that. Because then we leave room for the masculine. We leave room for men to be men. And men providing. That's beautiful. Of course, men should work and provide. That's what they're used to. Men have more energy than us every single day. They do. They, they literally do. Men need to be out there with their fiery energy they need to be building they need to be fighting something they need to be working out they need that they need that release and if you are just overly masculine always doing everything it doesn't set a proper precedence for the energy balance and if you are off kiltered you're gonna see that in your relationship you're gonna see that you're acting like a mother instead of a spouse and that to me also again seems like awful it just seems like something i never want to walk into and so i think this work is very important for all of us to get to that point and be like you know what i'm gonna drop into my feminine essence and there's no other fucking choice but for him to drop into his masculine if if you're in a relationship if you're not you drop into your feminine and you allow the men in your life to show up in their most masculine and i have seen this i have done it with my guy friends i have said I have been more feminine with them. I'm like, okay, I'd like to go here. Can you make a plan? Yeah, absolutely. They always make a plan. I always let them lead. Um, First of all, I trust them. So that helps the leadership aspect. And second of all, I state what I need, what I'd like, and they provide it for me. So the fact that I'm clear in my communication, I tell them this is what I need. They step up and do it allows me to understand that, hey, thank you. I appreciate what you've done. Thank you for listening to me. And then I trust their leadership in turn. I allow my guy friends to buy me things. Of course, if they want to buy me a coffee, I'm not going to say, "Mm, no, no way, Uh, no way. Yes, please, buy me a coffee, thank you. They want to pick me up. They want anything. I say yes to receiving and I always say thank you and appreciative. And men, the way that you say thank you, I appreciate you, the way their face lights up is remarkable. And it's... It's so beautiful to see the masculine also bloom in turn because this isn't something I don't want to make this podcast like a like I never ever want to take a shot at men ever. I never want to do that. I want this to be something where we blossom and they blossom along with us. I never ever want to kick dirt on them ever because it's not fair. 
I can't say that I want to heal the feminine and then shit on the exact opposite masculine energy. It doesn't make sense because you also need to heal your inner masculine to be able to heal your inner feminine. It's a balance. And once you come into balance with yourself, you realize, hey, man, this is awesome. And then the masculine in the external world can also come into balance with you. And it's a beautiful little mashup. And I think that it is so important for all of us to understand that that's what we have to do and who we have to be. And sometimes, yes, of course, okay, we get upset or we roll our eyes. Okay, we're human, whatever. It's literally the vibe. Sometimes I have to roll my eyes too. I roll my eyes a lot, actually. And it doesn't mean that you're soft and you're feminine and you're submissive. That doesn't mean, no, no way. First of all, I would never be, quote, submissive 100%. There's no fucking way. I'm way too fiery. I'm way too passionate. But that's perfect because balance. The masculine sometimes lets the feminine lead. And the feminine should lead in matters of spirituality because that's where we shine. We shine in the unseen because we can go to the depths because we have a womb and the womb knows so many things. Of course, men also have intuition, but women's intuition is always fucking right. And you just have to learn to follow it. That's where women lead. The ideal for me is that I have a man so grounded who I have one, but he is so grounded and he brings me back to the physical realm when I go and I pray and I do my work in the spirit realm because that's where I shine that's where I lead and that's he knows that you know so there is a balance also of leading and following it's not that we become so submissive that the man does everything no way there's no freaking way first of all I would never preach that because I would never ever do that there would be no way I'm way too aggressive I'm way too passionate and yeah I just don't think I'd ever had let that happen. So I'll never preach that. But there are things that I would allow the man to take lead in. First of all, the physical world, all good, babe. You want to go to work every day? Perfect. You want to make the calls about certain things? Perfect. I'm way too tired and I have no desire to do that. I don't need to be in control of 100% because I trust and love my partner. But he also trusts and loves me that he knows you know, when I say, hey, that's not a good idea, I, it's just a feeling I have, he listens, so it's a trusting bond, but you have to drop into your feminine essence, really drop into it, and understand it too, because it's, it's not, the feminine isn't just something easy, I would say, to integrate, because we've been taught to be so masculine, so understanding what feeling is yours, understanding each of the feelings, and understanding what each of them are saying to you is another task within itself so it's not just you become feminine overnight I had to do months and months of work I had to really go into my womb and thankfully I had someone who inspired and helped me in ways that he wasn't even trying to do but thankfully he did and I had a really good sisterhood around me who I could talk to and and lean on and that's also a part of being feminine is having a sisterhood and that's what I want to build here because I think it's so important for us to actually have a sisterhood like not just some bullshit that we say for fun but like actually sisters that you can cry and like cry in front of cry not just some one tear going down your cheek but i mean like scream from the depths of your soul in front of and they just hold you and they just are there for you that's the kind of sisterhood i want where you dance around a fire or you go to the beach and you laugh but you can also cry 
and look ugly in front of, you know? Not ugly, but that you can look your worst in front of. It's just, that's what I'm aiming for with this. So this is a renovation of the podcast. I'm not going to say it's purely only for women because I, th- I don't want to exclude anyone who's interested in learning about feminine energy in the womb. However, I will say that this is for us. It's for us who have felt like we haven't been able to really, really relax. It's for us who have felt like we couldn't relax, like we had to take the world on our shoulders. It's for us who are ready to drop into our essence and allow more space into our lives for love and hope and light. It's for those of us who want to venture into the depths of their soul and really experience who they are. It's for those of us who want to go in to spirit and bring back our lessons to further brighten the world. It's for us who want to make change in the world. It's for us who want to make change in our lives to finally feel the things that we know we should be able to feel but haven't been able to for ever. That's who this podcast is for now. And you'll see in the new logo that I have invented wings. I have made them wings because we are rising from the ashes with our wings. Really, yes, we have been brutalized, we have been beaten, we have been abused, we have been traumatized, we have been left for dead, we have all of these horrible things have happened to us, but you know what? We rise again, and that's alchemy, baby. We go from one thing to a complete different thing, and we got a pair of wings, so you're in for a spectacular journey with me. Thank you for being here, thank you for coming. And I am so excited to start this work. If you want to follow on Instagram, if you're not already, all of the content will be on at K Worsley, W-O-R-S-L-E-Y underscore. That's where all this content will be. I will be posting mainly on Instagram and on the podcast with things. I want to keep it within those two things. Sometimes maybe on TikTok, but not really too much. If you'd like to follow me on TikTok, same handle. I don't have a website. I don't want to build anything too crazy yet. I just want to have the podcast and talk. With that being said, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming. Make sure you subscribe because there will be weekly episodes. And we're going to go through how to get you to your most core essence within the feminine energy. We're going to get you back to feeling like how you should. I'm going to have multiple tools. I'm going to have so many amazing stories to talk about. And it's going to be a great journey. I will see you next week.